I do not permit women to teach nor usurp authority. That's Alexandria, and she loves bats. <laughs> They're so cool. Underrated animal, for sure. And that's Kira, and she told all the people in her kindergarten class that Santa Claus isn't real. They needed to know. I knew. (laughs) (laughs) Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Overreaction, where we share our knowledge and react to different topics every week. Today, we are going to talk about menstruation. Okay, so first we're going to start with, what is it? What's coming out of this person's body? Where is it coming from? Why is it happening? I feel like everybody's cringing right now, and I just want like the disclaimer that it's not going to be gross. <laughs> We're just talking about what's happening with the body, some history behind it. Periods also are not gross. Yeah. What They're it normal. is, it's its regular discharge of blood and mucosal tissue from the inner lining of the uterus through the vagina. That's all. It's just got stuff in your body. It's got to come out. Yep. <laughs> so your typical menstrual cycle is about 28 days. That's an average. Not every person who menstruates is going to have a 28-day cycle. Some are shorter, some are longer, some are more irregular. When pre my current birth control, when I menstruated regularly, I did have a very regular cycle, almost down to the hour. Mm -hmm. That's abnormal, but it was predictable. It was good. So in the 28-day cycle, day one, menstruation begins. That lasts five to seven days, usually. If you're really unlucky, it's longer. I'm really sorry <laughs> if you're one of those people. And then days like 10 to 14, somewhere in there, is when the egg comes out of your ovary, travels down the fallopian tubes, implants into the uterus. Well, implants into the endometrium, which is in the uterus. And the endometrium is what's made of like the blood that you eventually shed. Mm-hmm. It thickens. If you have, if the egg is fertilized, usually there is not then menstruation in the next cycle. Because mm-hmm. they need that extra tissue. Right. That's It's like a pillow <laughs> for the fetus. <laughs> a blood pillow <laughs> in, inside your womb. I'm not sorry I said it. <laughs> it sound fine to me. <laughs> but... If the egg's not fertilized or if for whatever reason it is fertilized, but the pregnancy doesn't Doesn't stick, stick, which happens, Mm -hmm. um, tons of people miscarry without ever really knowing they were pregnant, then it starts all over again. It's got to go. Yeah. It's just like, (laughs) you don't need that, so we'll get it out. Right. That's all that it is. Um. So when we first started talking about that, this topic. I was like, Alexandria, why does menstruation start with men? (laughs) And I had no idea. So I told her to look it up. (laughs) And I did. And turns out the root is not actually men. It's me, may, M-E. I don't know exactly. It can go a different way, a couple different ways as far as the root, because different words are pronounced different ways. But that comes from to measure. M-E, the root is to measure. Which, from that, we got mensis, which is Latin for month, which like evolved into mene, which is Greek for moon. And then by the 16th century, mene was pluralized to menses. And so menstruation just comes from those two like roots of, or three parts of like to measure, month, moon, all kind of related. But because we have that 28-day cycle, it kind of 
aligns with the cycles of the moon, happens monthly. So that's how we got from menses to menstruation. I really like that. Mm-hmm. That's you know. nice. It's not about men. <laughs> it's not at all. It's about the moon. It's about the moon. That's so good. I love the moon. Me too. Now you know. That's excellent. <laughs> also, really quick, I'm going to skip back to where where in the person's body is the, the menstrual fluid coming out of. <laughs> That's, yeah. It is not the same hole that you pee from. It's not coming out of your butt. <laughs> I've seen posts. I've had people ask me questions. There are multiple openings. <laughs> Comes out of the vagina. That is not the same thing. We just uh, lost Christopher. <laughs> we keep going. We're really upsetting our producer by this topic. It's so important to talk about. That's it's the purpose not of this gross. episode. <laughs> so, Kira. Why is there such a taboo surrounding this topic? So that's actually really debated. I was Ooh. reading about it and I didn't really come up with like it. And I've decided that this is the answer. In fact, there are so many theories that I can't even cover them all. I'm just going to like put some links to the articles. I'll cover some, obviously. Perfect. I want to hear some your favorites. Links to the articles mm-hmm. in the description of this episode so that you can go read it. But... First off, just something that I was reading isn't totally a theory, but like us calling it a period is like a more palatable code word for us talking about menstruation. Like being like my period, that's so passive. It kind of is. Yeah. Did you find where that comes from? Mm -mm. I didn't. Interesting. Do you know that the word period wasn't able to be used in commercials until 1985? Courtney Cox was the first one pre Friends era. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here are some ideas of where the taboo comes from. Um, First, kind of like one of the first like mentions of menstruation and it being something that we shouldn't talk about. Um, This isn't necessarily like a reason, but how they described it. This is from the first Latin encyclopedia from 73 AD. Quote, contact with menstrual blood turns new wine sour. Crops touched by it become barren. Grafts die. Seed and gardens are dried up. The fruit of trees fall off the edge of steel and the gleam of ivory are dulled. Hives of bees die. Even bronze and iron are at once seized by rust and a horrible smell fills the air. To taste it drives dogs mad and infects their bites with an incurable poison. (laughs) (laughs) okay so one part really stuck out to me i know that was all bad it was all bad but the whole like turning crops to dust whatever it was Mm -hmm. not true my sister uses her menstrual blood to fertilize her garden that successfully (laughs) (laughs) but so like maybe the taboo came from we just were like men were just like ah! <laughs> the crops <laughs> and then from there on it was dogs can't eat it don't touch it <laughs> like dogs eat it. I, don't, I don't know um freud's theory was that we just have like a general fear of blood and so it's just like regular blood and people are just like ooh, ooh, blood i'm like, not afraid of blood 
I'm, I get the fear. I understand the fear of blood. So I guess that one kind of made sense to me a little bit. Very simplistic, but it's like, yeah, Mm -hmm. people don't like blood. Sure. And then it's not just blood, though. It's not like when you cut your arm. People don't get that, though. I think it's red and it comes from your body. Well, first it's a little brown and then it's red and then it's brown again. People who haven't experienced menstruation might not know that. Well, now they do. (laughs) It's a great infomercial. (laughs) First period. You probably think that you shit your pants and you're very oh for sure. About it. Yep, because you know you didn't, and it's kind of in the wrong spot. Like, where is that coming from, and why does my stomach hurt? Yeah, that's a normal experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, another theory. Um, in 2000, there was a historian named Robert McElvain. I'm pretty sure that's what my handwriting says. I'm almost positive it's a V. Okay. (laughs) Um, Came up with a theory that there's such a taboo around menstruation because men, people who don't menstruate, Mm -hmm. um, or men and people who don't menstruate might have some sort of weird Freudian style envy of the reproductive power (laughs) of people who Mm -hmm. menstruate. So he called it non-menstrual syndrome and basically labeled it as like the envy that leads males to stigmatize so that they can remain socially dominant. Like they're real jealous of the fact that like people with uteruses and people who menstruate can reproduce. They're like, hmm, got to do something about that power. We'll make it shame. <laughs> it kills the crops and makes the dogs mad. <laughs> there were a couple of others that were a little more too complicated for me to be able to like unpack and figure out how to mm-hmm. like put it in a small chunk of an episode. But things like um, for a long time in like, hunt- or and still in many like hunter gatherer societies, um, menstruation isn't taboo. Like it's celebrated and there was something along with the moon of how like the best hunts happened when there was a full moon because it was less dangerous and it was bright and they're like, women were sinking up and all menstruating at the same time as the full moon. So that was when the men would go out and then bring in the hunt and they'd all celebrate by being off their periods and having sex and having a whole bunch of fresh kill or something like that. And then the sounds nice. Yeah. (laughs) But then it became taboo when like, I don't know, something about they didn't need to rely on the moon and things anymore. And then women weren't sinking up and then they were just like, look, Oh, now we, there's shuffling around of timelines and we can have mm-hmm. sex whenever. So let's make it bad. <laughs> <laughs> Men. <laughs> Anyways, I'll link an article that okay. describes it more. Great. So hotly debated, apparently. Yes. Lots still, of theories. Still very taboo. Mm-hmm. And that's bad that it's yes. taboo. Yes. So specifically, we're going to talk about the taboo in commercials Mm -hmm. and where that comes from and when we were planning the outline for this episode i wrote down why is it blue and why is she playing tennis to which i responded i've never played tennis my period wouldn't know what i have done sneezed Mm -hmm. i need to know you gotta know i gotta know that i can withstand the sneeze so there couldn't be commercials um for sanitary products i guess Mm -hmm. is what they would have been called Mm -hmm. tampons pads 
No commercials for them on TV until 1972. That's when the ban was lifted. But then you couldn't use words like absorbency, cleanliness, anatomy, comfort, insertion, application, duration, <laughs> or efficacy. Just in tampon commercials or generally? Or they Just in tampon commercials. Like okay, you couldn't so like use you any can, of those words. Okay. But you could have like a paper towel commercial and be like, brawny, absorbent. Yeah. That's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so only super generalized statements. <laughs> and then, like I said earlier, they didn't use start using the word period until 1985. So 13 years of tampon commercials without talking about how Hundred, they're used or how good they are at their purpose. Hundreds of thousands of years of menstruation. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Ugh. Yep. Um, so there have been several companies that have been in trouble semi-recently, mm-hmm. recently as in the past like six years. There was um, always did a hashtag like a girl campaign. Mm-hmm. They didn't get in trouble for this. I watched a I commercial this morning. I teared up a tiny yep. bit. It was yep. really beautiful. It talks about how um, self-confidence in girls like plummets age 10 to 12, yep. right as we're starting puberty. And then like a girl for girls under the age of 10 isn't an insult. Like they don't really know what that means, but then and they you show get, them like running. And uh-huh. like, oh my gosh. And they're trying so hard. Mm-hmm. And there was the little, there's a little boy who is like told to run like a girl. And, and then um, the producers like, well, do you feel like that is an insult to your sister? And he was like, well, not my sister. He was like, maybe girls, but not my sister. And you can kind of see him making the connection. And <laughs> I know. Um, so that's excellent. And a great example of why these topics need to be more discussed and mm-hmm. why the taboo around them is harmful and bad. And also, just as kind of like a side note to why the taboo is bad, like you hear a lot of experiences about people who menstruate, like talking about pain or symptoms mm-hmm. that they're experiencing and you have no idea if that's normal or not like everybody's just kind of like yeah, yeah yeah it's normal but then sometimes like nobody should be having that much pain while they're menstruating or um <laughs> so this is relevant because i just read this book and i've talked to you about mm-hmm. the book but i read the lost apothecary by sarah penner and one of, <laughs> there's a character in it who's a 12 year old girl who not really a spoiler it's in like the first two chapters she helps like poison her she was like a handmaid or something like that helps poison like her male master dude because he's being inappropriate yeah she's 12 so he dies and like the moment that he dies she starts her period (laughs) and she's like there's a demon in my body It's just like convinced herself that Mm -hmm. the spirit of this person that she helped murder has taken over her body and is now making Mm -hmm. her bleed and she's going to die. And it's just like menstruation is a very scary experience if you have no idea that it's supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But like, you got to talk about it so people don't think that they're being taken over by demons. (laughs) Honestly, (laughs) I knew what was happening when I got mine. I knew exactly what it was. Still... Thought I'd shit my pants. Sure. But. Sure. Now we know. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Thinks, the period proof underwear, mm-hmm. um, they've gotten in trouble for using the word period in their name and then also for suggestive imagery. <laughs> and this made me so upset because the suggestive imagery examples were a grapefruit and runny eggs. Breakfast foods are not synonymous <laughs> with reproductive systems. What? Yeah, I don't I don't know. It's not even it's not even connecting. I don't need you to explain it to me. I'll go watch the commercial. Well, I didn't watch the commercial, but you've seen like Yeah. Like the the fruits and yep. how that's similar to like the shape yep. of the vulva, yep. like that. But it's still just a fruit. It's just bro. a fruit. Lots of flowers have similar shapes. Our vocal cords make a similar shape. It's just a shape that nature decided was efficient in some way. Flowers are plant ovaries. Oh, yeah. I think that's the part. Anyways, flowers are the reproductive systems of plants. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Um... They had an ad banned because they showed a tampon string hanging out of someone's underwear, which like that happens. That does happen. That was a concern for me in swimming class. And yeah, gym. you don't want people to be like, you have a thread hanging out of your swimsuit. Horrifying. Bad. Horrifying. And like half the people are going to know that that's not just a thread <laughs> from the fabric. <laughs> that's not what thread looks like. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's not, and your swimsuit's black, and the thread is white. That's not what that's it's from. Not a thread, but that's okay. It's normal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, there. Oh, a great ad that I watched today. Body Form. They also make um, period-proof underwear, mm-hmm. and they did an ad called Womb Stories. Beautifully done. They touch on IVF. They touch on endometriosis cramps, Mm -hmm. hot flashes during menopause, shows a woman plucking a nipple hair, shows someone getting, (laughs) I mean, you do, shows some, um, someone getting her first period in a locker room, shows someone getting, having their period start when they sneeze. Oh, like there's this little, like creature inside the person's head not mm-hmm. head womb mm-hmm. with like a control board in front of them <laughs> and the, it shows the woman sneezing and the creature like wakes up and is like open the floodgates <laughs> <laughs> and like that's what happens when you sneeze yeah, yeah. <laughs> um it shows someone starting realizing they're starting their period as they're like getting excited about new underwear that they bought like all of this happens and it was so normalizing yeah. and so good. And it touched on so many different important things that like your period doesn't exist outside of like the reproductive process as mm-hmm. well. Like there's a lot that goes into it and there's a lot that happens in that part of your body. It's not just like, ew, I bleed for five to seven days every month. Mm-hmm. And then the last one I watched, Facebook banned it. Um, and then got a lot of pushback for banning it. So they unbanned it. But it was super normalizing. It was from an Australian company that also makes period proof underwear called Body Body. Mm-hmm. They showed stained sheets being put in a washing machine. They showed like a garbage bin with like was some used red? products. Yeah, it was red. Wow. I know. And 
like you could see the used period products with blood on them. Um, it showed someone like rinsing the underwear out in the shower. So like the water was kind of red and pooling at her feet and talked about how like periods aren't gross. They're very normal. It's a normal part of like your body's processes. Mm -hmm. It's not something to feel ashamed about. And Facebook banned it because it violated their guidelines, not allowing shocking, sensational, disrespectful, or excessively violent content. So here's the thing. Every once in a while I get on Facebook Mm -hmm. and I hate it. I hate it every single time. And then sometimes I get mad because I see shockingly violent things. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm going to report that. Even though I'm not like invested in Facebook, it just feels like something I can do to not be passive. Even though I know they're going to send me back and say like, this doesn't violate community guidelines. And I'm like... You're threatening hate crimes and it doesn't violate any. <laughs> but periods. Normalize periods. Bad. 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 Cool. Cool, yep. cool, cool. So um there are companies making progress in trying to normalize things, and they were really beautiful to watch. Mm-hmm. That's excellent. I mm-hmm. think I don't know. Like there are just so many things that I think young girls and even women don't know about it and it frustrates me how like the lack of your period if you're pregnant is just like beautiful and something that everybody waits for and you hope Mm -hmm. for and it's like yay but like just the if the other normal option is like horrifying and gross but like probably most every single person who menstruates has an experience where they bled through in a public place and then mm-hmm. you go and you bond with the people in the bathroom. <laughs> uh-huh. mm-hmm. Or you leave work in the middle of the day to change your Sometimes pants. you do that and your coworkers like, go now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, it's normal. It happens. It's like embarrassing, but it's also like, this is something that everybody has experienced if mm-hmm. they've menstruated. We all know what it's like to wash your underwear out in the sink. Yeah. <laughs> Every single person does. We also have had an experience where we've had to ask a stranger for a tampon. Because mm-hmm. you just go up to the nicest looking person who looks like they probably menstruate. And you're like, hey, mm-hmm. I, need, <laughs> I need a tampon, please. <laughs> so just think if you're listening to this. All other people who menstruate are completely happy to give you a tampon. Mm-hmm. They're not judging you for washing your underwear out. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta. Sometimes you gotta. If I have an extra jacket, I'd be happy. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you gotta do. Um, something real quick that I wanted to mention is period poverty. I didn't read about it much, but mm-hmm. like menstruation products are very expensive and when there's not anybody talking about it anybody talking about what's helpful like there's a real risk of people not using products correctly people not having adequate products not being able to afford healthy products and that leads to a lot of reproductive health issues mm-hmm. so we hate that that's all that so I if you're say. looking to donate stuff mm-hmm. to like homeless shelters or like women's shelters period products are a really really good thing Mm -hmm. to donate if you're not sure Mm -hmm. what's going to be helpful yeah um okay so 
as we were talking about this topic, Kira was like, does my body actually make me crazy? Where does this come from? Or is this just misogyny and it's a reason to hate women more? So I read some articles on Healthline.com. I decided they were trustworthy. So first of all, not all people who menstruate are women. Mm -hmm. So it can't just be straight misogyny if we're going to talk about specifically the menstrual cycle and how it influences mood. And not all people who menstruate experience PMS. About 75% of people who menstruate experience PMS, but they experience it at varying levels. Um, symptoms of PMS are things like depression. PMS is premenstrual syndrome. Yeah. It can start up to a week to two, a week or two before your period starts and lasts usually a few days into your actual period. What? Periods take up the whole month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. It's like if your PMS is really, really bad, it takes up like half your life usually, and you should talk to your doctor about it. Mm-hmm. That's good to know. Um, so it symptoms like depression, mood swings, irritability, trouble sleeping, strange food cravings, acne, aches and pains, bloating, random bouts of crying, constipation, diarrhea, headaches. Imagine something that could go wrong with your body. <laughs> And you could probably add it to the list. (laughs) So what happens is when someone ovulates, that's when the egg drops. And that's like your fertile time for about two to three days. That's when you can get pregnant. So if you're looking to not get pregnant pregnant and not be on birth control, track when you ovulate. The mucus gets a little thicker. It's kind of off white. Two to three days. Mm -hmm. Once you ovulate, you're golden. (laughs) Oh, Christopher, I hated that. I learned this stuff in health class when I was 16. No, not a chance. Like, I remember I remember one of my friends writing me a note that said, I love you like a woman who thinks she's pregnant loves to see thick mucus in her underwear. <laughs> like, like, I learned this stuff in high school. That's really good. It was. It was very, it's been very helpful mm-hmm. to me. And the other people in my life who menstruate, because I just decided not to be shy about talking about it. Yeah. And people learn things. So you ovulate. Estrogen and progesterone levels drop. Mm-hmm. And when your hormone levels drop, that those influence your serotonin levels. And serotonin is a neurotransmitter, tra- neurotransmitter that regulates mood, your sleep cycle, and your appetite. So when you have lower serotonin levels, you have less control over those things, and they're going to kind of fluctuate. So that's why I'm hungry, sad, and sleepy? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, so there's also something called premenstrual exacerbation, which means that having your period can exacerbate pre-existing mental health conditions. So mm-hmm. if you already have depression or anxiety, or bipolar disorder, or panic disorder, then those things could be made worse because your hormone levels are going to affect your serotonin levels. So doctors can prescribe things like hormonal birth control. Mm -hmm. So what hormonal birth control does is it just continually gives you um, the levels of estrogen and progesterone that tells your body. Yeah, I'm pretty sure my 
birth control tells my body I'm pregnant. So I just don't mm-hmm. menstruate. Mm-hmm. So my hormone levels don't fluctuate as much. So my serotonin levels don't fluctuate as much. So I don't experience PMS the same way that I used to. Mm-hmm. Um, depression is also more common among those with PMS. Um, so if you have PMS, you're kind of also more likely to have other. So do you know, is PMS problems. something that everyone who menstruates experiences in some About level? Or up is- to 75% okay. and varying levels of severity. So some people may get kind of bloated and a little bit irritable and like crave pickles. Mm-hmm. And some people could get all of these symptoms in a way that's debilitating to their everyday life. So if it's doing that, hormonal birth control is an option. That is why a lot of people go on usually the pill in high school mm-hmm. is to help regulate hormones. And then also sometimes antidepressants can help if it's something that's lasting a really, really long time and you need to regulate your serotonin levels more yeah. than your hormone levels. And there's maybe a societal shame around taking antidepressants. I think it's unnecessary. I think it's okay. a taboo that we could break down. Mm-hmm. I've been on antidepressants. Mm-hmm. Super helpful. I needed them. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people who've been on them. Sometimes your body just needs something extra. Some people are like, I take vitamin C chewies. No different. You just, you just need gotta- a, a different, <laughs> a, a higher level of something. Mm-hmm. And so you take some medicine you take that some does medicine that. that, does that. Um, so the estrogen and progesterone levels rise a couple days after your period starts. Mm-hmm. So your period starts a couple days later, those hormone levels rise, your serotonin level rise, levels rise, and then you kind of become more stable. But the mood swing thing. It's not a stability. You become more regulated in your production of hormones. Yes. Regulated is what I meant. Thank you. So it sounds like the answer to the question of does my body make me crazy or is this misogyny is my body is changing but that's not crazy. That's normal. People using it as an excuse and calling you crazy is misogyny and mm-hmm. not fair. Yep. And we hate that. Absolutely. Because um, sometimes when you're angry about something, it's because you should be angry about it. <laughs> that's good to know. I also felt the need to see if this happens to cisgendered men. Tell me more. Um. So... It's called irritable male syndrome. (laughs) I'm just going to start pointing. (laughs) I'll be like, he can't, when I'm a lawyer, he can't serve on a jury. Irritable male syndrome. Turn it around. (laughs) Their hormone levels don't follow a cycle like people with you people who menstruate Mm -hmm. um because ours is following a specific cycle to allow us to reproduce yep theirs just happens kind of randomly they wake up with higher levels of testosterone in the morning it lowers throughout the day so symptoms of irritable male syndrome (laughs) are fatigue confusion depression anger, low self-esteem, low libido, anxiety, and hypersensitivity. And this can happen at any time. Just because you're, I mean, your hormones absolutely affect your mood. Mm -hmm. And men's hormones, cisgendered men's hormones don't follow a pattern. 
they just kind of fluctuate and they can fluctuate depending on your age. After the age of 30, testosterone tends to start to lower naturally. So after the age of 30, this has been called male menopause. Normalized male menopause. What? Second puberty. Second puberty. puberty. All right. (laughs) Um, It can happen because of stress levels or lack of sleep or dietary problems like eating too much sugar or having an eating disorder. Um, So men are also affected. Their mood is affected by their hormones. Not in a predictable way, though. But bad days are never an excuse for bad actions. Public service announcement. That was beautiful. Very timely. (laughs) I'm I'm feeling it looking at this. Mm -hmm. So, again, just like if you're experiencing someone who menstruates is experiencing PMS at a debilitating level, like Mm -hmm. it's affecting your ability to work or it's affecting your relationships or it's affecting your mental health to a point that you need help. Like same thing with testosterone levels. Like there are some people who just don't produce enough or produce too much. Like see a doctor if you're tracking your mood and you're seeing that it's really kind of becoming a problem and creating Mm -hmm. issues with your life. Like there are ways to treat it. Mm -hmm. Talk to a doctor. Mm -hmm. That's the moral of the story. If you think something's wrong with your body, talk to a talk to a doctor. But also, like, you could talk to your friends who have yeah. similar bodies. Yeah. Like, it's not because back to the point of menstruation. Like, if you are experiencing pain, maybe talk to your female friends if you aren't comfortable talking to a doctor first. Mm-hmm. Engage. Like, is this normal or is this not? Like, I I talk to any of my friends about it or ask them questions because it shouldn't be taboo. It's just your body working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, thank you so much for listening to us chat about menstruation. As always, let us know if you have any topic suggestions we can research and get opinionated on. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Overreaction Podcast. That's O-V-A-R-Y Action Podcast. You can comment or DM us there for topic suggestions. And if you like what you heard, subscribe to us wherever you're listening to podcasts right now to get notified whenever we post. Also, be sure to leave us a five-star review and tell your friends we can empower more women to be opinionated on these topics. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week.